Welcome to the At The Moment podcast, where we talk about what's going on at this moment with the black community here at OU. I'm one of your hosts, Nia. I'm Joy. I'm Raymond. And I'm Layla. Welcome to our fourth episode of the At The Moment podcast. Today we are going to be discussing Black History Month, how people may perceive it and practice it. For those who don't know, Black History Month was founded by Carter G. Woodson. It was originally just a week, now we get a whole month. When you guys think of Black History Month, what comes to mind? I feel like, um, well I guess like we celebrate it, um, but it's just weird to me because a lot of people, like, as I get older, I have, like, a conflicting, like, viewpoint of Black History mm-hmm. Month mm-hmm. because, like, it's, I feel like it's just like, oh, yeah, slavery, 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 or, like, civil rights, um, and not really, like, the good things that came out of our culture and our people. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I feel like I'm conflicted about it, too. I feel like it kind of is just, like, the one time a year where we, like, are singled out to be celebrated, and it's like why can't black culture and black lives be celebrated all year? Because that's kind of what it gives. Like, Black History Month, oh, it's just a month. And it's, like, the shortest monthly of the year, which is, like... It's like a pity month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that sucks. So that's how I feel about it. And I also think that it's kind of um, weird how it's like, okay, we give y'all, you know, the whole year to do whatever y'all, but then Black History Month comes, and it's like, you guys shouldn't have a month to celebrate if you guys get a month and everybody should get a month mm-hmm. why isn't there a white history month and I'm like hmm, you know okay but no I definitely agree with you guys it's kind of like conflicting like you know yeah. I like you know I appreciate that there's a time um, put apart that's for me to celebrate my culture and everything that mm-hmm. um, we've been through but also it's kind of like you know this should happen this should always be a continuous thing you know mm-hmm. it shouldn't it shouldn't take black history month for people to go out and you know appreciate um black people i don't think black history month like i think now like i don't think black history month is like for us i think it's for like or well it should be like for non-black people to learn yeah and about our culture because like of course like we celebrate it but I think it should be in the same with any other month too, like if, um, during like Hispanic Heritage Month mm-hmm. and things like that. I think that's not not to say like you shouldn't be learning about other cultures year round. Right. But I think um, I don't know the problem I just have with Black History Month is just like like what is transformed into, and we're like gonna talk about it. But like even like everything is so commercialized. It's like, why are you guys doing Black History Month discounts? Yeah. And then, like, y'all y'all throw, like, the black flag and colors on everything. Like, like what is it? Bath and Body Works. Bath and Body, body Works. Works got Those a sale. candles were horrible. But it's like, why? And it was like the mahogany oak wood scent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had, like, a watermelon lemonade. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, you're no pushing one, it. No one kind of asked for that. Right. And then also just, like, I just hate when I like look on Hulu or like Netflix and it's like celebrating black voices. Black voices. Or and like yeah. all the movies are like 
black trauma where black men are getting or black men and women are getting beat for uh, two hours Mm -hmm. like i don't think i don't think that's really celebrating our history right yeah i agree with that i feel like also just like in school it was like a thing where it's like all right so this month we're gonna talk about everything that happened to black people and i never felt like i got like positivity out of it it was like there was slavery and there was the civil rights and people used to get beat and hurt and like we'd watch all these traumatizing movies and it's like okay but like let's talk about the actual black culture and like the things that make us us like the things that people use every day in their lives but like it only gets celebrated for a month so I don't know I feel like in a way it's kind of like an insult to like to us to only get a month like yeah it's important for us to have time to be celebrated but why is it only a month i i noticed that like in schools well i think everybody knows this they talk about the same people like dr martin luther king Mm -hmm. rosa parks i've literally only talk i've only heard talk about ruby bridges once and I was in the first was grade. Was it the movie? It was mm-hmm. the movie. I love that movie. That movie is really good. That's yeah. a great movie. That's the first, like, that's the first, the one and only time that I've ever, like, heard her story, yeah. like, reoccurring. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like Black History Month for me is just, like, I'm learning about people who did things that were common. Like, yeah. I feel like those things should be noticed. Like, like you said, every day. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... It doesn't sit and right with me. I think also, how are you teaching, like, black history and did this in schools? Like, because yeah. I feel like in black history, you're not celebrating, you're not uplifting or really celebrating black voices. Like, I think it's, again, like, oh, yeah, don't forget, you were you were slaves. Right. And, like, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. And this is Martin Luther King. You don't even learn about, like, the Baird Rustins or, like, all those other people that you have to, like, come to college and learn. Or even, like, the fact that, like, how, like, history is, like, lie. Not lie, but, like, they're lies. Like, let's just call it what it is. Like, they teach us that uh, George Washington's teeth was made of wood, but they were slave teeth. Or, like, when they they caught Nat Turner, do you know they, like, ate him and turned his bones into yeah. furniture mm-hmm. yeah. like when they they just told we just learned that he was just like killed or like the things that they used to do to us um just very gruesome things like i remember being in high school um and i had my first ever black history teacher mm-hmm. i went to another high school and the black history teacher was white which is like i guess yeah. it's not a bad thing <laughs> but you know <laughs> so like they told they told they told us that like down south that like um, slave or like slaves owners used to take their slaves and like feed them like honey and like natural laxatives and put them on a boat in the swamp and then let the and because they had honey in this natural laxative they would just like poop on themselves like all day and so all the bugs and stuff in the swamp will like eat just eat them alive because they're just in their own feces oh and it's like goodness. things like that that you learn that's like it's not even tall. Like, something as yeah. little as, um, like, uh, Washington's teeth not being made of wood. Like, I literally remember President's Day in kindergarten, like, learning that. And, like, oh, okay, he had wood in his teeth. And I think also time perception is something also that they kind of, like, try and play tricks on us. Because when you think about it, 
how many of the photos from like the civil rights movement that you know this like the first one that came to my head the civil rights movement how how many of those photos have you seen that are in color yeah you know like colored photos were a thing then mm-hmm. and m- nine times out of ten the pictures that they show us are from like that time period are in black and white yeah. and it's to like make it seem like oh this was so long ago and yeah. it's not it wasn't you know like mm-hmm. my grandma she's still alive my grandma's 60 in her like mid 60s my grandma's still alive she lived through that and like so it wasn't that long ago like she can tell me like vividly like going through that so it's like you know they try to like play it like oh this was so long ago when in reality it's like yeah i think my grandparents i think like three generations ago my grandparents were still in slavery Mm -hmm. like three or four Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think I think I'm three or four because well, my dad had me when he was fifty, so huh. <laughs> so not too long ago. And then I even seen a post that was like Martin Luther King and Anne Frank were like the same age. Yep. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then they said, was it Ronald Reagan when Ronald when Ronald Reagan when 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 Harriet Tubman passed away, Ronald Reagan was like three years old. Like like mm-hmm. how like lives mm-hmm. like intersect and cross. Um, I don't know, man. I just feel like, and also, um, especially through like the since everyone's on like these like diversity kicks, mm-hmm. I guess which explains like the celebrating Black stories and like Black History Month like discounts. But it's like you can't say like Black uh, like let's celebrate or uplift Black voices, but like you're not even paying your Black workers like appropriate or livable wages. Mm-hmm. Or like one thing that I seen when I was staying in D.C. that I thought was so interesting is like everyone in D.C. kind of like had like the same sign that was just like Black Lives Matter, support like LGBTQ and mm-hmm. like things like that. But it's like you can't say that when like your house literally like, um, what is the word? Uh, not this, basically like, like gentrification, mm-hmm. like you go on these companies that displace black families right. and things like that, but you have the nerve to put a sign in your house that says like, black lives matter, but mm-hmm. it's like, you're literally coming in our communities, like kicking, kicking, uh, raising the property value, or like you can't even, you're not even gonna pay me, you're not even respecting me, you guys don't even have unions. <laughs> so right. it was like, how much do you really think black, uh, like black lives matter or do you care about black history month? Yeah, I also, like, back to, like, the whole diversity kick thing, I think that it's, like, really interesting. And this isn't, like, necessarily Black History Month, but, like, when they were doing, like, the black scares on Instagram after George Floyd's death, and it was like, okay, you're going to post a black square, Mm -hmm. and then you're going to go on about your life. And I feel like it's the same thing with, like, Black History Month. Like, okay, you like an Instagram post, or you put Black Lives Matter in your bio, but what are you doing in your everyday life that is, like, actually supporting what you're posting or liking or tweeting or, like, whatever you're doing? Because I feel like it's not the same. Like, yeah, I like a picture, but you know, I'm white and I never have to worry about like the black experience or like fearing for my life or anything like that. And I can just go on about my day. It's like like a privilege. Yeah. It's a privilege just to like, I had a high school teacher before and he was asking me like, he was like talking to me about like, I guess he watched that movie Detroit. I don't know if you guys ever seen that movie. And he was saying like, this is crazy. And he was like, it was just too much for him. So he like turned off the TV. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's a privilege. Like you can just turn off the TV when right. every day it's like a reality for us. Or even like, and even how they teach it in school, like can you imagine like, like I think that like for real, for real, like, I don't know, like 
our trauma is passed down. You know it what I'm is. saying? It like is. it's passed down. Even how we how, how we like learn to cope with it and do things like that. Like as a little kid, like like during Black History Month, can you imagine just consist- consistently learning that like consistently learning like, oh, I was a slave, I was a slave, I didn't have mm-hmm. anything. Like, people who look like me were slaves. Then you have, like, them trying to water it down. Or you have, like, a 20-minute, 30-minute lesson when you're, like, a young kid, you can't even process it. That's yeah. why I think, like, it needs to be, like, a balance of, like, yes, that's our history, but, like, we're not just that. Like, right. we are, like, we are graceful. We are, um, we're all these great things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, literally the roads that grew from concrete. Um, and, like, they don't really tell that. And I think that also kind of, when you like look on at these like celebrating black stories and whatever it's in media, I just think that kind of kind of reiterates that like, and I think that's something I had to kind of unpack as I got older is like, in order to, like in order to think that you deserve love and happiness, you think you have to go through something first. Mm-hmm. Like you have to like you have to, like you have to go through something and overcome it to to be deserving of good things in life right. and that's not it i just think that like unfortunately that has been the story of like our people mm-hmm. but it's like we're more than that like i don't need to like go through some devastating trauma and then get my happy ending like mm-hmm. i deserve a happy ending just because everyone deserves that yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, I think like going back to like how you guys are talking about like learning about like history in school um, so when I started school to third, fourth grade, I was in a predominantly black um, school system. So uh, you know, black history is a big thing. Like mm-hmm. we did something every, we did something every year for it, or whatever. But from fourth grade to eighth grade, I was in a predominantly white. Um, I was in a predominantly white um, school system, and. I'm from the South. I'm from Alabama. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm in the core of it. Mm-hmm. We, when I sell you, we never even acknowledged Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Like, it would take, like, us, like, the black students being like, okay, y'all do something for, they would do something for, uh, like, um, the uh, Latinos when they um when they um when they had something international students anytime but Black History Month it was like oh you know what is that and right now in um, Alabama a big thing that's going on right now is um, critical race theory mm-hmm. um, the governor K Ivy she's trying to um, she she uh, she wants to ban it or whatever so um, I think like growing up in that also I had to learn how to appreciate it for myself was um, the fact that I think. Black History Month is an important thing. You know, like, it has, like, its negatives to it and everything, Mm -hmm. but it's important to acknowledge that, you know, there's a time set apart for this and also, you know, other months for other cultures and um, races also. Mm -hmm. So those should be acknowledged. So, you know, so then going from that middle school to going to a high school that was um, predominantly black again, y'all, we put on these huge Black History Month programs. Mm-hmm. You know, me, I'm like, oh, pick me, pick me, pick <laughs> me, because, like, I want to be a part of it. Yeah. So going from, like, I think seeing how Black History Month can be appreciated mm-hmm. and also seeing how Black History Month can be underappreciated, mm-hmm. I think that was a, something that um, I saw uh, coming up. And so I think uh, I learned to appreciate it, but also... You know, as I got older, also seeing, like, the negatives that would come with it and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think that was something that was very important to me, like, coming up. Girl, in my high school, 
and I went to a predominantly black and Hispanic high school. Mm-hmm. I remember being so mad because it was Black History Month, and why did they make us share it? And they called it Multicultural Month. Oh, no. And I went straight to my principal, and I'm like, bruh, he's like, well, we didn't do anything for, like, uh, Hispanic characters much. I'm like, yeah, but, like, what that got to do with us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, because we're a rallying and getting ourselves together, like, we're not... Not to say, like, I think, like, it's a thing to be an ally, but, like, I don't know. I can only ever advocate and speak for myself as a, as a black woman or as a black person. I don't know, like, anyone other other experience. But, yeah, girl, they made a share it, and they did it. They did it. They did it. Multicultural month. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I think that, like, honestly, it goes back to, like, the way that they teach about black history during Black History Month, too, because I just kind of had a traumatic experience when I was growing up because during our Black History Month program, they literally made us play slaves. Mm. Like, that's a very common That's so Like, why? Yes. Okay, so there's this this, um, place that you can go to uh, in Birmingham, and basically it's like, um, it shows you, like, the revolution and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't on the trip, but my friends, um, they always talk about it because they all went to um, hi- my friends from high school that I went to. That this was at my predominantly black um, school. Mm-hmm. They always talk about how they went there, and one of the girls, her mom, they made her play a slave, and they made her get beat. Yes. Like literally, she got beat, and I'm like. Why is that a thing? Yeah. Like, why do I have to play a slave? Exactly. Because I even remember going myself. We went in fifth grade, and I remember playing a slave, and we were literally mm-hmm. running away. If somebody was playing Harriet Tubman, and we were in the Underground Railroad, and we were running away. Yeah. That was, that, I feel like that's just traumatic. Like, why am I literally playing a slave? And it's like, you see the things that happen because they will show you, like, all these movies and talk about all the bad things that happen, and then they go and have you play one. It's like, but and, why? And it's also because... Is about how it's taught in school. So, mm-hmm. like, I think that, like, for me, when I was learning about, like, slavery, it was like, well, those were the times. Like, yeah. it's not, it's, it's never mm-hmm. a clear distinction of, like, this was, like, horrible. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this was, like, horrible. Da-da-da-da-da. It's always like, well, this was at the time they did this. Mm-hmm. And the economy, to build the economy and to mm-hmm. do this and to do that, it's never just like, okay, yes, I mean, this is a part of America's history, and it was, like, it was horrible, but it's always, mm-hmm. like, some part that, like, tries to justify it. And yeah. I think that when you're a little kid, like, I feel like when you're a kid, of course you're going to trust your teachers. Like, I feel like I had a greater trust in my teachers than I did in my own parents mm-hmm. when it came to history just because I just know, like, I'm going to school. Like, they're a teacher. Yeah. Like, my dad's a parent. I'm not thinking of him in that aspect. But literally, most of the things I learned about black history, I literally learned from my from my parents like yeah and also like that's how our history like it's saying alive it's through word of mouth mm-hmm. through like stories fables that we tell our family because the things that i learned in school was not telling me that not at all not at all i definitely feel like i learned a lot um my grandma's 90 so she's like told me a lot of things and i feel like when you go to school you don't hear like anything and like you said raymond like it's like martin luther king rosa parks malcolm Epic, and it's like what about those people who are also working behind the scenes doing things like people who are creating things that we still use today in society like you don't hear about the positive things you just hear about like oh these people they got beat for doing this but they succeeded like 
Yeah, and I think, um, like what you're saying, like, you know, that's how we keep history alive. Word of mouth is a big thing mm -hmm. for me um, because my great, hold on, great, 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 great aunt, she died when she was 102. So I was luckily I was lucky enough to like actually meet her and talk mm -hmm. to her, um, and the stories that she would tell, she would always be like, "Yeah, I was in the house because I was light skinned." <laughs> That's like that was her favorite thing to say to us. But just hearing like the stories, like what she had to go through, mm -hmm. like she was born in the time where she literally did not have a birth certificate. She didn't even have a social security card. Like, she was so old. Like, literally her birthday is actually an estimate. Like, we had like we had to go through this whole process and figure out how old she was because we literally did not know. Mm -hmm. Her birthday, we guess. Right. Everything is guessed based off of the things that, like, she had, when, mm -hmm. like, when we met her, like, when my grandma met her and started becoming her caretaker. So it's like, you know, they don't even tell us that, you know, like, yeah. they didn't want us in the census. Like, there's no, the census for us didn't start till way after the census actually started. Mm -hmm. So, like, the accounts of us, it's not really an accurate account. Mm hmm so, like, even, like, trying to, like, you know, trace back your history, you know, that's We don't a, have that luxury. We don't have that luxury. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, yeah, I can take a 23andMe test or whatever, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's not going to be as accurate as someone, a non-black person going and finding out who they, mm -hmm. you know, who their ancestors are. Do y'all, um, so I noticed, like, a lot whenever there's, like, a Black Lives Matter sign or, like, a fist sign, they always include it with, like, the LGBT community how do y'all feel about that i i don't like it i feel like they tried to like kind of say that we went through the same thing and mm -hmm. it's like no not at all like nowhere near i think the problem i have with like the whole diversity kick that's going on in america right now is that they group all the, they group all the mm -hmm. others together um, and like that kind of like ignores all those things because like I know a lot of people who because let's not even talk about like what black trans women go through mm. it's not the same like they experience discrimination literally from their like white counterparts who are in the LGBTQ community with them yeah. and then also you have to think you have to deal with like uh, black men or mm -hmm. even who are like hoteps and misogynistic and mm -hmm. have all those traits and I'm not, I'm just not going to say men but like black community members in general yeah. um that's why I like I'm a firm believer in like you can't say you I do believe that you can't say black lives matter and not and be homophobic you can't say black lives matter and be transphobic and be all these things because um like, black people, we are a part of every community. Mm -hmm. Like, I have gay cousins. I have trans cousins. Um, so I don't understand how, like, yeah, I, your black lives matter, but, like, you're gay, though. So, like, it's not as much. Mm -hmm. I do think that everyone deserves, like, their own movement. I, yeah. I do believe that. Um, and I know this, that, like, um, like, a lot of people feel like, the Black Lives Matter movement gets like more attention than other movements. But I think all that attention is very just like superficial things because we're actually like when it comes to like legislation, like there's they're still they're still working on a voters right act from fifty, sixty years ago. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. these th are things that are still like 
um, being discriminated against on mainly because black people are like we're more educated now. We're going out to vote where we are realizing the power that we have. Um, so I don't know. But a lot of people like they don't like when, when I think of stuff like that and I see stuff in that window, it's like, what are you doing to display that black lives matter mm-hmm. or like, you know, um, I just know. I, I just feel like you can't say Black Lives Matter and, and like be colorist. You can't say Black Lives Matter and be homophobic. You just can't. Those those things just can't coexist. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely think like with Black Lives Matter, um, a lot of like buts come with it. Black Lives Matter, but all lives matter yeah. too. Mm-hmm. That's that's what they say. I, mean, <laughs> you, you, I don't I don't agree with that. I but. think people just confuse. In my opinion, I think people just confuse, like, equality and equity. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, like, the biggest problem that we have. People don't understand that, um, like, if if, if you, like, even... And I also think we all have to look at, like, our social position and realize, like, the certain privileges that we have. Like, I know me being a cisgender, like, heterosexual woman, like, of course I have a certain amount of privilege in that terms of aspect that you know, someone else might not have. But I think people, like, everything has turned into, like, oppression wars. It's yeah. like, it's like, okay, you're struggling, and I understand what you're saying, but hear me cry. This is what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know? And it's kind of like, we're not negating your experience, but, like, this is what we're going, like, this is what, <laughs> like, we're going through. Mm-hmm. And I see this a lot because, like, let's be real, black men and white women are the biggest... Um, are the they they call them the weakest links in society, and that probably sounds kind of harsh, but it's because they still have a certain amount of privilege. Like a white woman is a minority, so she still experiences like rape at times and all things that encompass that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she phonetically looks white. You know, mm-hmm. she gets yep. she gets that she has a certain power of privilege because she looks white yeah. compared to like a black man. Who yes, he's oppressed because he's black. Um, da 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 da. But he still has that misogyny he still Mm -hmm. gets that privilege because he's a man but then when it comes to black women we're often like we're often unheard when when you look at all these movements um black women have been leading black women were leading the women's rights movement and then uh assisting white women and white women got it It was kind of like okay but you but you also don't learn that in school yeah like um even through um even in the um uh civil rights movement like black women were they're planning along front with lines. them. We're on the front lines with mm-hmm. them too, but you only hear about the only woman activist that you might hear about is Angela Davis. Angela. And there's so many more than that. And even oftentimes we have to we have to neglect like as a black woman, I feel like we have to neglect what we're going through for the sake of others. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's kinda like like not trying to even be funny, but like Martin Luther King was literally cheating on his wife with a white woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was literally cheating on his wife with a white woman. Mm-hmm. But it's like as like as someone you can't be like okay I can't even put myself first because my husband is like the face of this movement or like he's trying to advance all black people or really black it was really black men or even white women it's kind of like well I want to I want rights too but they're not really talking about me so I feel like we never really get the credit and recognition that we deserve and these are also things that we are not taught in schools Mm -hmm. but as like a black woman we had to we're like experiencing themselves like when I'm in a room with uh with a black man or a white woman like you're gonna like you notice it because we're literally living through these experiences yes mm-hmm. yeah. 
So how do y'all feel like OU does when it comes to, like, Black History Month? Are you just <laughs> celebrating? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, the month is almost over, and I haven't really heard too much about anything, so... I guess that speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that is true. And I but I also and I feel like I feel like OU leans on the students too much to to do these things, you know? Like mm-hmm. if you say you support us in all of these things, you have um you have DNI, you have which is diversity and mm-hmm. inclusion, you have OMSAR, um and all of these things. So why aren't we seeing that acted out, you know? Yeah. Like Y'all have faculty and y'all have faculty and y'all have staff in place that should be able to take over these things and um, allow us to be celebrated, yep. and they don't. Because mm-hmm. everything that I've seen for Black History Month has been through the black community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My problem that I have is that um, it just becomes us. It just becomes us explaining racism to white crowds. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to tell you, how, or non-black, or just non-black crowds in general, I'm not about to tell you how to be a better white person. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. No, but that's and the I, truth, and I, I, And I do understand, like, me, Nia on campus, I know I have a very, like, like, I don't know if t- intense, but I have a very high campus presence. And then people mm-hmm. was coming to ask me to be on these panels. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I find myself being in, like, nothing but white spaces, like, just... Yeah, oppression is is bad, but I was able to make a podcast out of it. So like, <laughs> you know, they're so they're not really understanding. And then on top of that, even with like media on campus and things like that, like why I got I got asked to do an interview the other day. It was like I would like to interview you for Black History Month to talk about how black women overcome overcome trauma. Mm-hmm. Why would I want to do that? Mm. <laughs> why Why are you trying to trigger me and it's black history month we are more than our oppression right. like I feel like people see us and just seeing pain and hurt mm-hmm. and all those like and all those and I think how we feel is very valid like I feel like if you lived our experience you would be mad too we have every right to be mad but it's like we're not like I think they just think we're like these bitter people who's like mm-hmm. we want revenge on the, yeah. on the white people and it's really not like that <laughs> And I also kind of feel like our stories deserve to be highlighted outside of just, like the, like you said, these 28 days. Like, the student orgs on, on campus literally do programming for the black community all year. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to Black History Month, we're not really doing, like, Black History Month, yeah. like, specified things. We're, we're continuing, doing, we're yeah, continuing we're doing our we're programming. Yeah, we're doing what we always do. Mm-hmm. But I think that, like, the fact that it's literally the black community doing it. Like, no one else is doing it. And, like, yes, we do deserve that time, but it's, like, everyone needs to understand the importance of our black history all year round. Mm-hmm. Um, so me and um, I sent Nia um, a post, um, what was it, last week or whatever? Mm-hmm. And uh, what was it? They had used the term Afro-textured hair, was it? <laughs> Yes. They, they, so basically, the so the story, um, it was you know how we talked about um, black hair care in Athens. That was it. Was that, the same, was it, the same it was the same. It was the same story, and um, basically. And then it was called Untangled. I, yeah, the the story was called Untangled. It was called Untangled, mm-hmm. and they used the term Afro textured hair. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> right, you know, if y'all can see right. <laughs> 
Like they that was the term that they used. So I think if you are gonna do Black History Month stories or you're gonna do stories about black history, y'all need to have somebody on y'all team to correct stuff like that. <laughs> That's the problem I have with news with news media today is because they want to tell stories for the sake of like, oh, there's not there's there's not black stories being told, so let's just go out there in these communities and like cover stories, but we don't have any of the cultural competence to report mm-hmm. them to uh, accurately report them or anything like that. So then you're out here feeding the masses incorrect information. Yep. Yeah. Or I think they also like it it I feel like it kind they kinda gaslight us sometimes and like highlight the trauma and it's like mm-hmm. okay, but we like you said, we're more than our trauma. And like in some interviews and some stories that they do, it's like, Oh yeah, this black man was killed or um these fights happen, like, and I feel like it's always just, like, a negative light. Like, it's never, mm-hmm. like, a positive black story. Like, this person is doing something in the community. This person is, like, gone on to be this great person in society. Like, it's literally always traumatic. So, mm-hmm. I Now, I will say that I have been interviewed, um, I've been interviewed uh, twice this um, semester for Black History Month. I was also interviewed last semester also for something that um, Ebony Mines was doing. Mm-hmm. And the stories, they were, um, the ones that I, <laughs> the ones that I chose to get interviewed for, they were positive ones. I'm not, I'm a firm believer and I'm not going to just, you know, re-traumatize myself. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to relive my trauma or anything like that. So the ones that I were, that I were interviewed for they were positive ones but I think yet again also it goes to if you guys are going to do cultural based stories then y'all need to have somebody that is a part of that culture Mm -hmm. because if you look on there I don't even think that needs to be a part of the culture they just need to have some type of like knowledge on it yeah like I don't don't, I'm not gonna say like only black people should be telling oh no definitely yeah I just think that like like, I don't think that's why I, like, one thing I can say about scripts is, like, they make us do a, a specialization. It's, like, my specialization mm-hmm. is sociology. So then when I do st- do cover stories um, that, you know, talk about race or communities, like, I know that I have a certain amount of, like, other education that I mm-hmm. can put towards towards these stories. Right. And they just don't do any of that. They don't. Mm-hmm. At all. <laughs> they don't. Um, someone asked, they said, how can we move past all of this? How can we be the next step? Why you look at me? Like, I got to eat. I know. <laughs> I was just looking around. I did a circle. I looked at everybody. I think, what can we do? I just think, like, I'm not going to say we don't have, like, a big responsibility. But I think we also have the privilege to, like, not have to worry about it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, I feel like we deserve, we deserve to be regular people yeah. and just exist. Like, I don't mm-hmm. feel like we should have to be like, oh, we have to fix the procession of Black History Month because this is, like, what other communities are doing. Like, F them. Like, that sounds bad, but, like, we have to... I think that's what we do too much is, like, we carry such burdens mm-hmm. and everything. And because it's, like, it just it just does. Like, we're carrying the burden of of what uh, of what another community did to us mm-hmm. or how they're uh, perpetuating us our our image and things like that and i'm just not getting out of it like i deserve to just be be me yeah um so i just say like celebrate black history month the way you want to be all blackly black self 365 days a year man <laughs> mm-hmm. 
do what you gotta do like yeah and also i do want to think like so i think i forgot which one of y'all brought up like stereotypes and i think that like one thing i do see about like that people think about black people is that like stereotypes like define like our blackness mm-hmm. or like how like for instance people try to say like you know Willow Smith she's like makes like rock music now and she's like and I love her so bad because I'm like she literally shows that like you could be any kind of black girl mm-hmm. like you don't have to just be like oh I have long nails I have a sewing you know what I'm saying yeah. like there is no one way to be black yeah. and I think that's why I just say like celebrate black history month in a way that you are comfortable and can identify with mm-hmm. i completely agree with that and that. yeah i love the fact that they're like black women are stepping into different areas and it's not like all the same type of black woman because i do think like the media likes to portray us like that like we're all the same we all do the same things but like those differences that like people are starting to step into like it just makes me really happy i appreciate that a lot <laughs> Ray, do you have anything to say? That was a lot to take in. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> um, I think it's I think it's interesting to see like the different perspective on like uh, on like what I go through as a black man and what um, what y'all go through as black women. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, I feel like y'all go through a lot more. Um, others would say that y'all won't. Y'all don't. But I disagree. Um, especially from like, like everything that y'all talk about is n- like there are things that I cannot relate to at all. Mm-hmm. Yes, we we are all we're all black, right. but yeah, <laughs> it's it's just it's just hard to like. Sometimes I try to um, relate to other people, but it's hard to when like. You li- like I literally cannot. Yeah. Like I, I just haven't gone through any of that, mm-hmm. um, because I'm not a woman and I'm not a black woman. Um, so it's just, it's just like, what's the word? Mind-boggling to hear like what y'all have to go through, and it sucks and I feel bad. <laughs> but, but I do. No, I don't. Yeah, but I love you. You know, I don't feel bad. It's not a guilt trip. You know. Yeah. It's just you know certain things. You're going to go through that we'll never have to go through. And there's certain things that we go through individually that, you know, each person in here will never have to go through. You know, yeah. we certain people in here, we've seen things that other of us will never see in our lives. You know, mm-hmm. we've gone through things that the rest of us will never go through. So I think, um, you know, the individualization of, you know, your experience, the individualization of, you know, the black man, the black woman, whatever, um, you know, you have to identify And it's not oppression as. wars. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the thing. I think, uh, like, especially since Brielle and Taylor, you've seen the conversation, um, even before that, probably when like, Megan got shot, but I think that was around, also all around the same time. Mm-hmm. You see this conversation of, like, black women, like, we, like, I'm... Like, I'm lifting you up, too, but I'm crying. I'm hurting, too. Yeah. And it, and then the conversation then became, like, um, like black men, you know, like, I get beat. And it's like, we get beat, too. Like, yeah. no one's negating yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, we try to, like, like, I think that we try to compete because it's like, 
well, I need the support and love of a black woman. And it's, it's kind of like, well, like, who's going to love us if we already supporting mm-hmm. you and we're going through the same, we're getting, we getting beat in the streets, we getting yeah. killed in the streets. Even, it, it's just that only, you only hear about the Breonna Taylors. Ours don't even get as many news coverage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that we just need to learn how to, like, love and be there for each other yeah. in a way that is, like, not competitive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because we don't gain anything from that. I love that. I think it like spreads us apart from each other, yeah. and we're all part of like one community. Mm-hmm. And so like it's hard to see us fighting over stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like it, for real, like yeah. it's stupid. No, it is. It's like, like we already we already fight we already fighting bigger things. Let's right. not fight each other. You right. Know? Like come on, man. Help. Yeah. Keep but your heads sometimes up. you gotta call them out, man. Sometimes you got to. You sometimes gotta call. You gotta, you gotta call them out. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Tune again next week to see what's happening at this moment with the black community here at OU. I'm Mia. I'm Joy. I'm Layla. I'm Raymond. Yay! Peace. Jingle, jingle, jingle.